appreciated. Out of bounds. Welcome to Out of Bounds. This is the NFL Week One Recap Podcast. The NFL season is back. Um, unfortunately, I was a little bit busy before, so I was unable to get in a preview for the AFC and the NFC like uh, we had done last season. Um, but you know what? The week one is done, so I'm here with the recap. Uh, NFL season is back. Sports are back. I'm back. Out of bounds is back. Everything is great. Let's roll. Um, but just a little housekeeping. Uh, I guess, you know, I'm going to try a, a new format. Um, instead of, like, going through every single game uh, and recapping the stats and going through every single thing, I think I'm just going to choose a few storylines week to week um that i you know find the most intriguing um and maybe i'll do like some sort of rankings and pick my favorite games and stuff like that here and there um i kind of want to see how that goes um so i'm gonna try that out starting with nfl week one um i mean week one in the nfl is so weird there's so many teams that barely play their starters at all in the preseason and they come out looking super rusty so I feel like literally anything is possible. Um, there's, a, you know, a, a bunch of weird results here. Um, I guess, you know, the first kind of storyline that I want to highlight is the three powerhouses in the AFC, um, the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills all come out with a loss. Um, I want to pay a little bit more attention to quarterbacks this week. Um, so I'll be I'll be talking about, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen um, kind of in this first segment. Um, and, and the storyline is just all of the the AFC powerhouse just struggling, which is kind of weird to me um, for the Chiefs. Let, let's get into let's get in a little bit into their game. Um, so the Chiefs do lose to the Lions 20 to 21. Um, Patrick Mahomes was 21 for 39. He had 226 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. I mean, the main storyline around this game is just, you know, the Chiefs uh, not having Travis Kelsey, who I think hyperextended his knee. Um, it sounds like from reports that he'll be coming back sooner rather than later. Apparently, they even tried to give him a go for this one, but he was unable to go, so they ended up uh, just sitting him out of this one. Um, and, you know, they have 10 days to recover since they played on Thursday night, so maybe he'll be back the next week, but... I don't know, man. The, the the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey are definitely not Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion. Um, their receiving corpse is really bad. Uh, I guess, you know, and for anyone who watched the game, it's like you would just look through all the plays that, you know, uh, Mahomes threw a perfect dime to Kadarius Toney, who uh, had one reception for one yard on five targets. He, he ended up dropping a bunch of crucial ones. Um, I think Sky Moore, Sky Moore also, uh, you know, he figured to be playing a bigger part in this offense uh, this year. He had three targets, zero catches, zero yards. Um, he actually had a pretty big play, I think, on like their last or second to last drive that ended up actually getting called back. Um, but then, you know, after that, I think he I, I think Mahomes was unable to get him the ball or it got broken up or something. But um I mean, I think it's it just shows to the parity of the NFL, right? Uh, Mahomes' stats are, you know, they're fine for his standards. Definitely a little bit, you know, a, a little bit lower end on the completion percentage. But you know, he didn't have Kelsey, so I'm not blaming him. 
Um, but on the other hand, like I want to give the Lions uh, credit. I feel like no one really gave them a chance in this game. Um, Jared Goff has proven to be a very consistent, good regular season NFL quarterback. The playoffs is a different question, but he's shown that when you put pieces around him and like good receivers and good running backs, like he can, he can work with them. Uh, and I have I respect him for that, honestly. Um, the interesting thing from the Lions' perspective that I'll get into is Jameer Gibbs. I mean, come on, man. Let, let that man cook. Like, David Montgomery had 21 carries for 74 yards, which is great. But Jameer Gibbs just looks a lot more explosive. And I really wouldn't be surprised to see the Lions kind of phase out David Montgomery as the season goes on and just give Jameer Gibbs more of a role. I guess they're trying to slowly integrate him in. Um, and Amon Ross St. Brown also looked great. He had six catches, 71 yards for one touchdown. Um, oh, man, it feels so good to be talking about football again. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, th- this game was, you know, it came down to the wire. Uh, the-, the Lions threw the first punch. The Chiefs kind of came back. And after that la- two-minute drive where Mahomes, like, you know, pulled a touchdown out of nowhere within uh, – let me let me actually see how long that took. But Mahomes basically pulled a touchdown in, in a very demeaning fashion, I'll say, um, just because I really feel like that was – I don't even know. It was just insane to watch. Um, he he basically um, and I guess you know even in that end, like they, they had a pick six uh, by Mahomes, which he hit Tony right in the hands that he ended up dropping, and it gets returned back fifty yards for a pick six. That one, yeah, I feel bad like just reading the interception off of his own thing uh, because he definitely you know it wasn't really his fault. I feel like. Um, Oh, yeah, that, that touchdown was six plays, 82 yards in one minute and 28 seconds, which is just insane. After that, I thought the Chiefs were going to win. Um, but, you know, the Lions, they stuck through it. And Mahomes, you know, if you don't have the weapons that you need, sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, I think going into this week, too, I think they'll obviously be a lot better. But still, like, you have to be a little bit concerned about the wide receivers. Uh, we all know Travis Kelsey is great, but... I guess, you know, you would expect more from these other receivers uh, in this game. Um, moving on, I mean, like, I, I want to, you know, shift the focus back to Mahomes. I feel like he didn't really do – like, he did pretty much all he could, uh, in my opinion. You know, the pick six wasn't really his fault. Without that, like, his stat line is nowhere near as bad. He does have a lot of, you know, incompletions, but that a lot of that is due to drops and other random uh, issues. And he was being pressured all night by that Detroit front, which is very good as well. Um the other kind of concerning games, uh, probably even way more concerning. Uh, let's go to the Bengals versus Browns. Um, I think uh, pretty much everyone had the Bengals in this one. Um, they just come out flat, and they lose three to twenty-four to the Cleveland Browns, who just dominate this game uh, with their defense. Um, Joe Burrow was fourteen for thirty-one for eighty-two yards. Uh, which is insane to think about that a quarterback could pass for 82 yards in a game. Um, he only got sacked twice, but he was facing insane pressure pretty much, you know, the whole game with Miles Garrett and the Cleveland Browns defense. They were doing a great job. Um, I don't know. It's just a shocking result, I guess, for me. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase was the only wide receiver that really got anything going he had five catches but even even with that he had five catches for 39 yards which is pretty good on that Browns defense that means you know 
they may have, they might have given up some underneath reception. His longest reception was only twelve yards, by the way. So like they pretty much just gave up like screens and and underneath stuff to Jamar Chase, while T Higgins was literally zero receptions for zero yards. Tyler Boyd was two catches for ten yards. Um, it's just really weird not seeing that trio of Bengals receivers, you know, playing playing up to their standards. Uh, I mean, it, it was kind of weird, you know. Um, for a bunch of these teams, like the Bengals and the Bills, you kind of want to come out a little bit more aggressive and kind of, you know, this is week one. Like, if you want to, if you want to prove that this is your year, there's no better way to do it by dominating week one. Um, but those were just not really the results that we saw, uh, you know, in by Cincinnati and by Kansas City. Um, on the other side, you know, um, Deshaun Watson, 16 for 29, 154 yards. He had one touchdown and a pick. He also had a pretty nice rushing touchdown. Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, he had five carries for 45 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Um, Nick Chubb, consistent as ever, 18 carries, 106 yards. The one interesting thing I thought about this game too was uh, Nick Chubb had four catches for 21 yards as well on the ground. Normally, you saw all that, tar- all those, all of those targets going to Kareem Hunt, but you know, without him there, uh, it's going to Nick Chubb now, which is pretty. I'm interested to see, you know, how, how what can he do in the receiving game. Um, but, yeah, another stinker game for quarterbacks. I really feel like the Bengals were – they just look pretty lifeless. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the comment at the end of the game had me dead a lot. I think it was Jamar Chase who mentioned something about, like, oh, we just lost to a bunch of elves. Um, nah, that <laughs> and then he said he called them elves and he lost to, like, a bunch of elves or something. But that was really funny. Um yeah, th- this is the second game I kind of wanted to highlight. And then, um, you know, I-, I don't really know what else to say about this one. I mean, he- I guess he didn't – Joe Burrow didn't throw for any picks, but still 14 for 31. I guess for me, this just really highlights that, you know, we all – I feel like so many people try so hard to put Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, like, on the same tier as Patrick Mahomes. And everyone is like, you know, they're right there, like – Sometimes they'll look at stats and be like, oh, like he's maybe a little bit better. But I don't know. To me, like, I just don't think it's I think Mahomes is really in a tier of his own. And I think this week one really proves that. And especially if you look through like all the weapons that these guys have, it's very clear that, you know, maybe Travis Kelsey individually is like the best player out of any of, you know, the weapons that Joe Burrow has, Patrick Mahomes has or Josh Allen has. But all in all, like when you combine the rosters, like the receivers that Mahomes is dealing with is way more atrocious than anything the Bengals or Bills have. Um, so, so, and, and Mahomes still performs better than these guys, like are on the same tier, if not a lot better. So, I mean, that's just my take on it. Um, but yeah, let's go to the third game, which also has a ton of storylines. This Bills Jets game on Monday Night Football. Um, I mean, the story of this game is poor Ann Rodgers. He only played four snaps, had one incomplete pass, got sacked once, and then ended up tearing his Achilles, uh, and it looks like he'll be out for the year. Um, just just a very, very unfortunate injury. Um, you know, I'm not, like, the biggest, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, fan, but it still just sucks for that team. Uh, you know, that was, like, one of the biggest moves of the offseason just because everyone felt the Jets roster was ready to compete. Like, they had... They have Brees Hall at running back, you know, Garrett Wilson on offense. They have a bunch of weapons all over the place. Uh, their defense has been getting 
more and more draft picks and has been insanely solid uh, with Sauce Gardner and Quinnen Williams. But um, quarterback was just like the main position that they were kind of lacking in. And for them to get one of the all-time greats at quarterback and for us to not even get not even see one completion of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform this season is just so unfortunate. Um, and, and now it looks like, you know, they're going to have to roll with Zach Wilson. Uh, but, you know, luckily for them, they ended up winning this game on an insanely epic punt return for touchdown in overtime. Um, I thought Zach Wilson was decent, you know. Uh, from his perspective, like going forward, I guess all he has to do is not throw the game away. <laughs> um, he has to try his best to kind of like be like a game manager and, uh, you know, win the game. But, like, he... The offense will do work for him. Uh, Brees Hall came back off of his ACL tear, and he had 10 carries for 127 yards with the one 83-yard, with 83 yards being his longest rush. The only reason I bring up that play is because if Garrett Wilson just had one clean block on that, I'm 100% positive that Brees Hall would have scored, which was really funny to watch because I think he started celebrating before – before Brees Hall really broke free, and then the guy that he was supposed to block ended up catching him. Um, so he, he should have had a touchdown on that one. But anyways, uh, you know, the Jets end up winning this on that punt return. But the story then, I want to, again, flip it back to Josh Allen as I'm trying to focus on these quarterbacks here. Um, he finished 29 for 41 for 236 yards, which is great. He had one touchdown but three picks, uh, all to the same guy, actually. Um, and... It's just, to me, like, his stats might read okay, but when you think about, like, the context surrounding this game, that the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, you know, four plays in, and they still weren't able to go to the uh, to win in New York, it's kind of disappointing. Um, I think, you know, out of the three between Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, Allen is kind of, like, the biggest, has, like, the, the most to prove, in my opinion, just because he hasn't made a Super Bowl yet. Burrow has at least beat Mahomes once and was very competitive the second time. And if it wasn't for that, uh, I forget the guy's name, but whoever uh, had that penalty out of bounds, like you could argue that he could he was going to beat him again. Um, and, and it's been Josh Allen who's kind of never been able to get over that hump of beating Patrick Mahomes and making it to the Super Bowl. So, I, I mean, I'm not writing off, you know, either of the seasons of the Bills or the Bengals off of one week. Because obviously, like I said, like I was saying before, you know, week one is crazy. Like lots of crazy stuff happens. Teams are rusty, and I think even last year, if I'm not wrong, the Bengals ended up losing week one. Um, I think that was against the Steel- the Steelers, who ended up having like four wins or something. So it seems like they're just weird in week one, but then they end up like you know, I'm sure they'll both the Bengals and the Bills will still you know be forces in the playoffs, but just kind of weird that they all you know had like these bad games around the same time. Um, and it just makes you wonder, you know, like week one is really weird. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, Josh Allen, he, he's been very turnover prone. He was also sacked five to- five times for 19 yards in this game. Like, we have to give credit to the Jets defense here as well. But, you know, it, it's just a little bit, I guess it leaves a sour taste in your mouth that they weren't able to come away with a win, you know, in a game that they definitely should have. Um, Stephon Diggs played pretty well, though. He had 10 catches, 102 yards, literally almost half of the yards uh, that Josh Allen threw for. Um, he had a touchdown as well. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit like shaky on them, I guess, because you know, like they do have like you know Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis is fine. Um, he's pretty good actually, like a decently good number two. Dawson Knox is fine. You know, James Cook really, I guess you know they were hyping him up in the off season, and he did, you know, play get like the the majority of shares at running back. You know, rush attempts and also had a couple of receptions. I don't know how much I trust him to be like a workhorse back just because. I know Buffalo tends to phase out running backs like that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it was, like, a pretty interesting thing that, you know, all three of those quarterbacks uh, ended up losing. Um, and, and with that, let me transition to actually another three, uh, another trio of quarterbacks um, that are probably actually going to always be, you know, compared. Uh, they're definitely always going to be compared to each other. Um which is the three rookie quarterbacks uh, that were drafted in the top five picks this past year. Um, so that's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. Um, so I kind of wanted to go through and uh, just kind of – I actually – what I actually did is I watched every throw of uh, all the rookie quarterback of all three rookie quarterbacks that, you know, had their week one debut. And I kind of just wanted to go through and rank them um based off of week one their week one performance and i was kind of thinking like you know i don't know if i'll do it like week to week just because it would be kind of tedious but maybe at like another point of the season you know after like maybe like halfway through uh or like a quarter of the season i could go through and watch some of their film again to determine who's ranked where um so coming in at number three i'm just ranking their their uh, performances by the way uh for week one only and uh, just like a preface, I, again, I'm not like writing these guys off. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, they're gonna suck for their whole career, because obviously you can't do that after just one game, um, especially probably like the one game that they're like easily the most nervous for. Um, but you know, it, it's just it's kind of unique to me that three rookie quarterbacks were starting, so I wanted to go through and see how they did. Um, so coming in at number three in my rookie so this is like the, the worst performance i guess um is bryce young uh the carolina the panther the carolina panthers lost 10 to 24 to, to the atlanta falcons bryce young was 20 for 38 he had 146 yards um he had one touchdown and two interceptions he was only sacked twice but he did face like a good amount of pressure um the one thing that i will say that like I guess puts Bryce Young below the other two for me is that in this game I didn't really see a lot of chunk plays I guess is what I'll say um the completions that he had like the biggest completions that he had were over the middle and let me see what the longest yeah like the longest reception was only like 14 yards so like, there's just, like, a not a lot of chunk plays happening very clearly here. And, see, part of this is it. I don't even know how much of it is Bryce Young's fault. Because, to be fair, this receiving group is really, it's, like, pretty bad, honestly. Um, like, they have, okay, let's see. They have Jonathan Mingo, LaVisca Chenault, Adam Thielen. I think, you know, LaVisca and Adam Thielen are both, like, decent number two i don't even number two might be generous like maybe at this point adam thielen is probably like a number three receiver lavisca chenault maybe on like a good team could could be like a number two 
but I feel like both of these guys only work well when there's like a really good number one that's taking away some attention from them, and they just don't have that. And Jonathan Mingo is like a rookie that you know they're trying to develop, and I'm sure you know him and Bryce Young will try to grow together. But a lot, yeah, just not a lot of chunk plays for Bryce Young in this Carolina Panthers offense. Oh, and another thing I want to mention. We all know Frank Reich is notoriously bad <laughs> at preparing his team for week one. I'm pretty sure when he was with the Colts, they lost like, every, well, yeah, yeah, they definitely did because the Colts haven't won since 2013 in week one, but he lost like whatever six, seven years he was there. He basically lost every single year week one. So I don't know what it is with Frank Reich. He just can't win in week one. He can't prepare his team, but I'm judging the quarterback's play and that's kind of like the take I had on it. Um, another thing is, I guess he threw two picks, which is the most. So he, like you know, that definitely slid him down my my rankings for this week. Um, but I guess you know, even more than him throwing two picks, it was that like both picks were like kind of like the same mistake again. Um, you know, both were like a lack of judgment on where the defender is or could close on the ball over the middle. Um, and if you do that once, like you know, it's fine. Like, there's a huge difference between college football and the NFL obviously I'm sure like you know anyone that watches football they'll tell you that but basically like the windows that you have to throw and complete passes just get like way smaller and also like the people on defense are way more athletic and faster than they're used to so I feel like for all these college guys just like watching the dudes like fly around on defense is probably like holy shit like I don't know like what's gonna happen here like like it's hard for them to predict because like throws that they probably could have completed in college just like would not work in the NFL because like the guy is like too fast and he'll like make a break on it or something or the window is just too small but like still like you should be able to like you know with all rookie quarterbacks you want to see them kind of learn from their mistakes and for Bryce Young I feel like he made two of the same mistakes and also with him I feel like he didn't really have like too many throws where I could really notice his arm strength and like he just like didn't really rip them in there I guess like all the completions he had were kind of like check downs like short passes like crossers where no one was really there um I didn't really see like some like you know throws where he really zipped it in there to the receiver which is kind of like you know what I would want to see and he did get sacked like two times but like I really feel like his escapability was kind of off and he, he also, like, missed a bunch of throws to the outside as well. But to be fair, though, that's, like, a common theme with all three of these quarterbacks. I feel like they missed a lot of throws to the outside. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, you know, again, to go over his stat line, 20 for 38, only 146 yards. He did have one touchdown. It was, like, a short, I think, like, two-yard pass to Hayden Hurst on, like, a quick out route. Um, but, you know, I don't really blame him for this uh but you know for this week's ranking it is a weekly ranking uh or or sorry week one rookie qb ranking um so for war from what i saw i'm sorry to say bryce young but you got to be last um okay so moving on to the next uh, yeah and moving on to the next game um at number two on my rookie performance is cj stroud um, CJ Stroud was decent, honestly. Uh, when I was looking at their stat lines, I was like, okay, he didn't throw a touchdown, so maybe that should make him worse. Like, if you're just looking at the box score. But if you watch how he played against the Ravens, okay, f- first of all, like, let's go through it here, right? Like, the uh, the opponents that the three rookie quarterbacks played were the Falcons, the Ravens, and the Jaguars. And you could pretty much 
I think it's pretty clear that the like the Ravens is probably like the best defense here. At least that at least that's what I think so. So you know I give CJ Stroud CJ Stroud credit for that. Um, his stat line was twenty eight. He was twenty eight for forty four. Uh, two hundred forty two yards. Um, he he was sacked five times, but he had no no touchdowns and no picks as well. Um, from watching this game, I thought C.J. Stroud had a had a pretty good connection actually with Robert Woods and Nico Collins. Um, you know, watching the uh, like compared to Bryce Young, I feel like the only receiver that he was able to really complete passes to was Hayden Hurst. Um, but and even then, like I guess you know Hayden Hurst is like a like was a big tight end, and most of them, like I said, were kind of like checkdowns, like not really like down the field. But C.J. Stroud had a had a bunch of like he had a like a way more chunk plays I thought than um than uh than C.J. Stroud did or sorry than Bryce Young did oh, I'm getting confused, <laughs> um, but anyways, like Nico Collins had six catches for 80 yards in this game. His long he had a long of 26 yards. Um, Robert Woods had six catches for 57. He, he had a long of 19. I think these are like more so the plays you want to see um, out of your quarterback. Uh, I guess, you know, um, he the one like downside is, I guess, is they didn't really finish off any of the score, like any of the drives with like a touchdown. I think like if Bryce Young had like maybe like one passing touchdown, I think it would have been really, really, you know, like compelling to put him at number one. Um, but like, you know, he did a good job of moving the ball down the field, um, you know, in in the chunk plays that you want to see. Like he was accurate over the middle. He definitely had some throws like up at, like that he ripped them in there, which I was like, you know, I was like, damn, like, OK, he's actually like slinging it. Um, he had a couple throws to the outside as well. Like he, he had a good connection with his receivers and he, he did a good job. So. For that, I'll keep him at number two. Um, for my number one rookie quarterback performance, spoiler alert, there's only one left. You guys might think I'm a little bit uh, a biased, you know, me being a Colts fan and putting Anthony Richardson at number one. But, I mean, if you guys disagree with me, you know, you could, you could reach out to me. You could respond on our Twitter page. You could text me. You could do whatever you want. But this is my podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, choose Anthony Richardson. As number one, um, that's my guy. That, but let's look at it objectively, okay? Um, Anthony Richardson lost, and the Colts lost twenty-one to thirty-one to the Jacksonville Jaguars in a game that they were mainly in the whole time. Um, you know, I guess with C.J. Stroud and um, and Bryce Young, they were pretty much out of the game, like after. You know, I guess I guess for the Texans, it was like the third quarter. The Panthers, I felt like they were out of it after like the first half, pretty much. Or after like maybe like three or four passes. After Bryce Young's three or four passes. After they do the pick and the Falcons scored a touchdown. It just kind of seemed like, yeah, like this is not going to go their way. Um, but the Colts were kind of in the game. Like every time, like the Jaguars scored first and the Colts responded with a touchdown. And then like, they, they this was like a very back and forth game. Um, like... The, it would be like the, the Jaguars score a touchdown, the Colts score a touchdown, the Jaguars score a touchdown, Colts score a touchdown. And it, it was like it was going back and forth like a good amount. Um, so reading off the ba- box score, Andy Richardson, 24 for 37, 223 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked four times and he had 10 carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. Um, I 
just from watching all three quarterbacks, like you can ask uh, again if if I'm if you guys think I'm being biased, please let me know. But I really thought Anthony Richardson's arm strength showed up a, like showed through the most compared to these three quarterbacks. Like when you when you watch just how effortlessly he slings the ball, like that ball flies. Like when he throws it, it's it's on a rope. It's like a dart. It's it's come it's like a beam. It's it's coming out fast. Uh and that's good. Like that's how it has to be in the NFL. Um I think Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud were like definitely on like a tier above Bryce Young in terms of their performances for this week. I will say that um Anthony Richardson just edged out, you know, I, I guess he was like in my opinion, I would take his performance over CJ Stroud. Um mainly because Again, the arm strength, his rushing ability and escape ability, I thought was great. Um, he, his longest rush was only 12 yards. He definitely had a couple of runs that, you know, if you look back, maybe if he cut this way, he would have had a lot more grass. Um, but just the fact that he can do this, like, is such a floor raiser. Like, I guess, you know, I haven't really had a chance to talk about, you know, Anthony Richardson uh, on the podcast, but, like, I think a lot of people like know like he's he's very young he's only he just turned 21 years old you know he has the least experience out of CJ Stroud Bryce and uh, Bryce Young and you know he, he has like the least amount of college starts like he's learning a lot and the huge knock on him is can he ever get there but like this week he was literally just as good as the other two if not better and like if you really like just watch him play his physical tools are like a level above and if he reaches that ceiling man it's gonna be a scary sight and i think if he gets like if he gets there i really think it's not even gonna be close like, i think he'll just be a lot better than uh cj stroud or bryce young um but yeah like his his uh running ability which was showcased in this game he had like a couple of runs his longest was 12 yards he had a pretty nice rushing touchdown very Jalen Hurts-esque where, you know, the offensive line just kind of parts the seat, kind of just parts, um, and he has, like, a free run into the end zone. He had a pretty cool uh, celebration, and he did have a passing touchdown, although he didn't do much for that. Like, he kind of just threw a screen to Michael Pittman, who ran it in 39 yards for a touchdown. Um, but still, like, you know, stats are stats. Uh, he, <laughs> he has a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown, and he kept them in the game, and the Colts were kind of, you know, in it until the last – maybe two drives where he threw a pick um, on his interception. I think he – it was kind of like what I was talking about before where, like, the windows are smaller and sometimes you just – you think you can fit it in, but you really can't. Um, and you sometimes you don't realize it until the ball is thrown, which is, you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, again, I just think, like, you know, he had a lot more chunk – like he, like C.J. Stroud, he had a lot more chunk plays. Uh, you look at Josh, Josh Downs had, like, a long catch of 22 yards – Drew Ogletree had a 20-yard catch. Um, Pittman had the 39-yard one, but he also had, like, a bunch of, like, you know, 10, 15-yard catches as well um, in between that, you know, Anthony Richardson kind of threw in there. I thought coming out of college, like, I was a little bit nervous on how he would be throwing down the middle, but he was actually good enough, you know. Like, not everything was perfect, obviously, and there are definitely a couple of reads that he missed and uh, the accuracy was a little bit off, but, you know, um, his stats being similar to CJ Stroud, plus you add the rushing touchdown and the passing touchdown, I think you got to give uh, Anthony Richardson the edge uh, for this week in terms of performance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know these three quarterbacks will be definitely interesting to follow. Um, I guess this is the, one of the first times I've done a ranking uh, on the podcast, so it was, was kind of fun actually to go through and talk about them. 
Um, I'll definitely revisit. Uh, maybe I don't know if I'll, when I'll do the ranking again, but I'll definitely you know continue to talk about them um, on the weekly pod on the weekly recap podcasts uh, if they have some interesting games. Um, but yeah, so to kind of kind of the last couple of things I wanted to do. Um, I guess maybe, you know, this is something I could actually choose weekly. Um, I kind of wanted to do this thing where I choose like the best game of the week um, or like, you know, my favorite game. And then I could choose, I'm going to choose like the biggest surprise of the week as well. Um, So for me, the biggest or the best game of the week uh, was actually Dolphins, Dolphins Chargers. I mean, to me, I thought this was the most like, you know, high powered offense, like bang, bang. Maybe like the Monday night football game was like more just more emotional and like storyline driven just because, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. The Jets win on like a punt return for touchdown when you like no one in the world expects them to win. It's kind of like one of those moments where you just like really feel really good about being like a sports fan. You're like, oh, there's no way they could win. And then somehow they pull it off. But to be honest, that was cute. But compared to like a 13, like 22 game or whatever, um, I always prefer to see shootouts. And this game was definitely that. Um, the Dolphins edged the Chargers 36-34. Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, wow. I said that name so nicely. I'm, I don't think I'll ever do that again. But Tua Tagovailoa um, was 28 for 45. He threw for 400, 466 yards and three touchdowns. Tua was outstanding in this. I mean, I know I know he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, But still, like, he had that one throw, like, towards the end of the game. I think it was in the fourth quarter when, uh, like, they needed it. He, like, st- like there was, like, pressure around Tua. Tua stepped up, moved up in the pocket, and threw a dime to Tyreek. I was shook. In that moment, I was like, damn. Tua, like, Tyreek is really good, but Tua put that one, like, on a platter. That was a great throw. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think of Tua. Like, I think he had a couple of like he had a bunch of games where he's fantastic i just really hope like knock on wood please like i really hope he could stay healthy because i want to see like fully healthy Tua. i really feel like last year like when his injury came in his perform his performance definitely went down a little bit um but yeah like i'm just gonna read through some of these stat lines because they're insane tyree kill had 11 catches for 215 yards two touchdowns um, Jalen Waddle had four catches for 78 yards. Uh, Justin Herbert had, or Justin Herbert was 23 for 33, 228 yards, only one touchdown. Um, Austin Eckler had 16 carries, 117 yards, one touchdown. The Chargers were actually able to run the ball really well. Uh, Joshua Kelly also had 16 carries, 91 yards, and one touchdown. Um, and Herbert himself had a rushing touchdown. Uh, and then Keenan Allen had six for 76. Austin Eckler had four catches, 47 yards. Mike Williams had four catches for 45 yards. Um, you know, o- overall, like, just, like, a a very high-powered offensive game. Super fun to watch. Um, lots of touchdowns. You know, if, if you're, like, if you want to get into the NFL or, or, sorry, like, if you're, like, a casual fan and you just want to watch, like, exciting highlights, like, this is the game to watch it for for this week. This was my favorite matchup. Uh, actually, it kind of sucks, though, because before the <laughs> – I was actually thinking about betting on the Dolphins uh, this week because they were like underdogs, and I was like, I was like, dang, you know, if, if I hop on the podcast and I was giving out sleeper picks, like I would have said, like, yo, just bet on the Dolphins. Like, come on, they could do it. Like, it was like, it wasn't a huge. It was, I think it was like plus like one thirty, but still, like, I sh- I should have made that bet in retrospect. Dang, I can't believe I missed out on that. I'm gonna trust myself next week. 
Um, but anyways, moving on. Um, so that was my uh, favorite game of the week, which I will choose to be, you know, what I find to be the most entertaining. Um, I'm now going to go to a more sad category. Uh, I, I, I guess, well, it's, I don't know. It could be sad or it could be good, I guess. But for this week, it's kind of sad. For biggest surprise of the week, for me personally, I'm going to have to go with this Cowboys-Giants game. Now, this game was straight-up depressing because I had I have Daniel Jones in both of my fantasy leagues. Um, in one of my leagues, I actually just needed him to get about six points. But in that league, sacks actually count for negative points. So I actually ended up with negative 14 points in that one, which is really bad. And I, I was really frustrated with that. Um, but overall, like, just sorry going back like being a little bit more serious now like the giants were a good team last year uh you know they they made the playoffs they had like a very nice run like they were like a wild card team they obviously didn't win the division but you know they they made some um like i guess they they made some improvements like they had they traded for darren waller um to add a dynamic element to the offense you know they're returning they're returning most of the players on this team on offense and defense, Daniel Jones has a new $160 million contract. This is the second year in Brian Dable's system, which was so successful last year. You would wonder why, like, why would they not succeed, you know, again this year? Um, and I don't think it's the fact that they lost. I think it's just the fact that they got destroyed and had nothing going for them and could not really get anything going for them the whole game, you know? Like, I think even, okay, let's say the... Like the Cowboys defense was is is really good. Let me let me put that out there though. The, their defense is very legit. Like they were insanely good last year and then they added Stefan Gilmore on the other side of Trayvon Diggs and you know w- with their front like they still have uh, obviously Micah Parsons is leading that charge in the front but like their defense is insane but still like I was just shocked. Like 40 to 0 is, is a really is like a pure beatdown um like you could, like, maybe I wish I could say it was, like, a defensive game where, like, you know, it was, like, 20. Like, if you're, like, shut out, like, 20-something to zero, then it's, like, all right, like, you know what? Like, at least your defense, like, kind of was there. But, like, there's just no positives to take away from the Giants on this one. And especially, like, for the NFL teams, like, you literally – anyone who's ever played football before, they'll tell you this. But basically, like – Whenever you're in your off-season program, which starts, like, like football is, like, a year-round sport. Like, you're always, like, weightlifting or training or doing something to get a little bit better. But your coaches will always, like, point to that week one opponent and be like, come on, let's get ready for, like, the for the Giants. Like, they'll be like, let's get ready for the Cowboys. And the coaches will be driving that point for the entire year. So I kind of just really feel, like, sad for all the Giants players that they probably, like, dedicated their whole off-season to like grinding for this Cowboys match. And again, it's like Sunday night uh Sunday night football like you got to be ready to show up. Like the whole world is watching. Sunday night football everyone always watches, but especially on week 1 everyone watches. So just for them to put out like such like a disappointing and embarrassing product, I kind of felt bad for them. I was shocked though. Like I thought they would at least be competitive. I don't think I would have taken them to win the game, but I thought they would at least like you know be within like a one or two scores um it was just a really bad outing and it was raining and stuff. And there was like a bunch of weird things going on. 
Um, but you know, I, I'm interested to see how they bounce back against the Cardinals. I, I mean, I think I, I think I'm gonna start Daniel Jones again just because you know the Cardinals might be like kind of a weak matchup. So maybe that'll work out for me. But um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. This was my NFL Week One update. I'm not even gonna call it a recap because it didn't go through most of the games, but. So I will call it my NFL Week 1 update, but thank you for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.